Previously on the Random Rambles of Jay. I'm in love with Shigeru Miyamoto. You know, I, I'm in love with that guy. Let's take some bread off the ladies and dance. Don't buy your PS, leave the ticket broke, and I'm so nasty. Get my Christmas weight on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm like, you know. We gon' praise Shigeru Miyamoto and we gon' praise we up in here today. If the Ebola virus could take the form of a game, it would be Streets of Rage 3. You white, I'm black. You ain't allowed to say the dog, that's racist. When you look at Mario Galaxy, it looks brilliant. Fantastic, Mario actually has individual fingers that move. So why is his fist in Mario Kart Wii just an octagonal white polygon that's glued to the steering wheel? He grabbed my titties instead. Up, shut up, shut up, shut up, blah, 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 blah. I know y'all miss me. I want y'all to love me. I want you to hold me. Oh, don't be shy. Grab. If you see it, just grab. Grab my ass, grab my left cheek, my right cheek, grab both of my balls, juggle my balls in your hand, hold my balls, bitch. You are currently listening to the Random Rambles of Jay for the week beginning May 12th, 2008. <laughs> Hello there, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jay, also known as Random Jay, and yeah, just Jay and Random Jay. For those of you who know very well who I am, what this podcast is, hello, and thank you for sticking with me, and it's good to be back. I hope that you are all good and well. This is my first podcast for 2008, and it's May. May. I know I have been slack, but you should know how bad I am when it comes to podcasting on a extremely regular basis. My aim from day one was to try and podcast once a month at the very least. And my last podcast was in December. We are now in May. <laughs> I'm not going to go into excuses and explanations as to why because there isn't really one but I will say it feels really good to be back podcasting on the mic talking crap as I always do let's just jump straight into it with the segment that I like to call in my life So, what has been going on in my life? What has been going on in the life of Jay? Not that much, really. Um, 
you'd think that I'd have a lot to say, given that it's been January, February, March, April. Wait, that's not right. Why is it I can only remember months in Spanish? Enero, febrero, marzo, april, mayo. Five months into 2008. It's been five months since I last hopped on the mic and spoke to to all of you, or I like to think all of you, and I haven't really got much to say. I think the most eventful thing I can say that has been happening recently over the past couple of weeks is that the UK is experiencing some very good weather. Um, I'm lucky where I am at the moment, there's air conditioning, so I'm really cool. So if you can hear this really low humming, that's what it is. And that's been really cool because last year, summer 2007, across the UK, well, in the lower part of the UK because Scotland had a very nice summer, so I'm told, but the UK summer was dreadful and we can blame the Klingon, the distant cousin of Commander Wolf from Barbados that is known as Rihanna. That bitch and her umbrella song ruined the UK summer last year. So as long as she lays low and she doesn't put out any music about rain, wind, snow, I think we're good to go for summer 2008. The weather has been really nice. The weather's been beautiful. And over the past week, I've I've had the past week off of work, so I've just been chilling and kicking back and savouring the good weather whilst it lasts. Tomorrow, I'm going to just sit in my father's back garden and just soak up the sun soak up the sun whilst and like I said whilst it lasts because in the UK summers are so unpredictable so that's why when you have a day of good weather you need to cherish it you really do need to cherish it like a child because <laughs> you never know when the sun is going to come out and the weather's going to be nice again I don't think I wore shorts for the whole of last year the summer was so bad I went I went out and I bought a couple of three-quarter lengths I even bought myself a pair of flip-flops. Did I get to wear them? No. I think they are still hung in my wardrobe with the tags on, with the receipts in the bag, everything. I didn't even get to wear them. So I'm hoping that this year... Oh, excuse me, my voice is going. This year, I'll get to get my skinny little legs out and and my crusty toes. I really hate feet, but cannot be wearing shoes and trainers in hot weather with socks because it's bad enough having Jay's crusty old feet. Yes, I am young, but I already have the hammer toe (laughs) and I think I'm getting a bunion too. So (laughs) it's really bad having 70-year-old feet. I don't need to be catching the athlete's foot as well. So I will definitely be rocking my flip-flops this year and my friends best beware most of my friends haven't even seen my toes so get ready I never saw my dad's toes until I was 18 and when I saw them at 18 I could see why my dad was keeping them a secret my dad used to keep his toes hidden like Clark Kent keeps his secret from people it was terrible and I used to think to myself how come I have never seen my dad's feet and then when I turned 18 I saw his crusty little twiglet toes and I was like okay then (laughs) 
There is my explanation. There's my answer. That's why I haven't seen my daddy's toes. So, and look, I'm following fashion. I hide my feet. People at work are like, I always talk about, oh, I'm going to buy these flip-flops. And they are like, why? Because you are so phobic about showing your feet. But I don't know. I guess it's different when you're out and about and you're with friends. Friends will cuss my toes for five minutes, say they're crusty. Look, you've got the hammer toe. You've got bunions. Your feet are... Actually, tell a lie. My feet are never crusty. I always cream my feet. I have to. If I don't, then my feet just look like... They, oh God, they look like some, they look like a, I don't know what they look like, but they just look horrible. I have to cream my feet every morning, every night. Has to be done. Everybody should cream their feet. Even if you're the whitest guy in the world, you should always cream the feet. That is my pearl of wisdom to all of you white men out there listening to this podcast. And not just white men, every colour, you should always cream your feet. Always cream your feet. There were certain days when I'd sit and I'd think, you know what, no one's going to see my feet today, I'm not going to cream them. But then, there was a time I went to a friend's house and I can't remember what happened but I had to take off my socks and my feet were so crusty and I felt so ashamed because I was like, oh my God, I did cream my feet and my feet are out. <laughs> and ever since then, I, I said, I have to cream my feet every day. Even if, even if, they're, even if my feet are in socks the whole time you never know when a situation might arise when the feet have to come out i'd like to think that if i was to be run over by a bus and the paramedics had to rip the clothes off and the socks that at least they couldn't turn around and say you know that guy that got run over in the middle of the road his feet were crusty his feet looked disgusting his feet looked like someone had just poured an urn of ash all over them I don't want that. Or you never know when you might get lucky with a lady and she's like, strip, take it off, all of it. No, you cannot keep the socks on, take them off. And then you take off the socks and you've got these crusty old feet with the yellow toenails and the toenails are jagged and you have not clipped them. You are not going to get sex that day unless this woman is into you. So that's my pearl of wisdom. Always cream the feet. Keep them looking good. Do not think for a second I will not book myself in to get a pedicure. I need one. I definitely need one. I need my toes to be looking fresh for the summer. Yes, you heard it here. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I need my toes to get sorted out. I like to think that everything's looking cool from head to toe. So, you know, what's the point in rocking a nice pair of flip-flops and a nice shirt and a nice pair of shorts or three-quarter lengths or jeans if you've got crusty feet ruining the whole ensemble. No, guys, that's that's my advice to you. Keep the feet looking fine because, you know, nice feet open doors. <laughs> oh, how did I end up talking about feet? That's weird. I think I've... God, I must have been talking for over five minutes about feet and I hate feet. <laughs> But um, to bring it back to the point that I made originally, I'm hoping that I get a good summer this year so I can wear those flip-flops and those three-quarter lengths that I bought over a year ago. So on that note, I will close the segment that is in my life. Was there a game that you thought you'd like? 
that you decided to buy Then you got her to play it and realised it was shit Let's talk about it A lot of people out there may think that Mario Kart Double Dash is a brilliant game. I think it's shit. I really do not like that game. I remember spending full price on it and I was jonesing for that game so bad. I remember logging on to Game, which is one of the UK's biggest retailers and distributors of video games and I signed on and I pre-ordered it to get my game points and I was guaranteed to get it day of delivery the game actually ended up coming three days early so I got back from college that day I was like yes 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 Mario Kart Double Dash on the floor dropped today and I threw the game on and immediately I was just gobsmacked by how mediocre the game was it is such a boring game it's terrible it's just rubbish there was just nothing interesting about that game the whole double dash thing what was that about you push a button and they just switch places yeah and so what the game was rubbish and it felt like they stripped away a certain essence of what made Mario Kart so fun there was too strong an emphasis on weapons for a start I mean God help you if you're driving in front of someone who's got two people rolling in the back and both of them have three red shells and this was also another thing is that some of the items they worked differently the three red shells didn't protect your cart the way they did in Mario Kart 64 Mario Kart Super Circuit and oh those are the only two games that came before they didn't protect your cart so they wouldn't circle around you your character would just hold them in your hand the character would hold them in their hand sorry and each character had their own special weapons some of them were just way overpowered I mean the Bow Wow chain that Baby Mario and Baby Luigi could get that that would just tear the whole race apart there was too much emphasis on the weapons and that really got on my nerves and as if the weapons weren't bad enough there was an option where correct me if I'm wrong but I think there was an option where you could you could have it that you'd get really good items all the time so if you're racing with four people you could have it that everyone's getting blue shells everyone's getting specials everyone's getting three red shells and it just threw the balance of the game far too much way too much and the courses were crap they weren't memorable they were all shit the characters were just they were just boring I mean why take out Toad I know that there was Toadette but still why take out why take out Toad why do that why do that and the graphics were terrible the graphics look rubbish rubbish Mario Kart Wii doesn't look that much better but at least it has some kind of graphical flair here and there and also the gameplay is just so tight that you can you can turn a blind eye to the graphics but Mario Kart Double Dash's graphics made me wish I was blind full stop they were just so bad the characters were so jagged looking the character models looked like they were modelled by someone who was blind the character models looked rubbish the music was rubbish the characters were rubbish most of the weapons were rubbish the menus looked rubbish 
I'm pulling and clutching at straws here, but even the picture on the GameCube, this was rubbish. The box art looked rubbish. The name of the game was rubbish. Everything about Double Dash, in my opinion, was complete rubbish. For a player, the game was okay for a while, but it got stale quickly because you soon realise, hold on, this game is rubbish. It's rubbish. Do, do yourself a favour, and if you do not own this Mario Kart game, and you want to own it, then make yourself not want to own it. Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart Wii are much, much better. Double Dash is probably one of the worst Mario Karts in the series. It's rubbish. Absolute doo-doo. Nintendo messed up big time with this game. I hate it. So, what has been going on with the gaming? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Very little gaming has been taking place between my last podcast in December and now. Yet, I've bought several games. Zack and Wiki, The Quest for Barbaros Treasure. I think I said his name right. And I haven't even played that. I've played... Well, tell a lie, I have, but not for long. I've only completed about three stages, and that's it. I haven't even scratched the surface of Zack and Wiki, yet I love the game. I love what I played. Zack and Wiki is one of those games where first impressions are just... You, you put the game on, and immediately the presentation and the graphics and the sound and the originality just all hits you at once, and... From I saw the intro, I was like, I'm glad I bought this game. It's really brilliant and I wish more people would play it. Which is kind of like quite hypocritical of me to say when I haven't even played the game myself. But I at least bought it. So I know this isn't much of a recommendation. But if you do own a Wii, please play Zack and Wiki. You should buy it. That's a game that I'm really going to try and get into. I actually forgot that i had it for a moment but zach and wiki i definitely recommend it's a really cool game it's one of those games where i know i should play it but i just cannot bring myself to but i love what i have played because it's so original and i think it's one of the first third party titles that goes head to head with nintendo in terms of the way that the wii remote is implemented and just the overall style is up there with a first party title capcom definitely stepped up to the plate so that's a game i urge every wii owner to go and buy and i also bought medal of honor heroes 2 which is very unlike me i have never played a world war game in my life yet i went out and bought medal of honor heroes 2 the main draw for me wasn't so much a oh, world war first person shoot 'em up and all that because i'm not really an fps fan there are, there are selective fps games that i love like goldeneye 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 for the nintendo 64 and perfect dark for the nintendo 64 i love time splitters and i don't know if it counts but metro prime 3 corruption but other than that i'm not really a hardcore fps fan my fps 
gaming horizons, as you could say, haven't really been broadened. But I decided to go for Medal of Honor Heroes 2 because of the online multiplayer. You can have up to, I think it's 30 or 32 people playing at once on one stage. And that definitely appealed to me because it was the first Nintendo Wii game from a third-party developer who had really decided to tackle the online gaming head-on. And I'm not usually one to give EA props because I think they are a pretty crap and throwaway developer. I've probably shot all chances at being sponsor- having this podcast sponsored by EA in the foot, but I don't care. I have to be honest with you all. I don't really have much for EA when it comes... I don't really have much respect for EA when it comes to games because they just rush them out the door. But Medal of Honor Heroes 2, they did a really good job with the online. It goes above and beyond any other online game on Wii. You could say that's not saying much given that there aren't that many online playable games on Wii. But it really does work brilliantly. You don't need any friend codes. If you play against someone, you can send them a message and you can add them as a friend and you're good to go so regardless of whether you get a new nintendo console or you get a new copy of the game your ea data is still intact because you sign on to ea service called ea nation so it's entirely separate from the console and it's not tied to the game as with nintendo system and it's incredibly robust and i have to take my hat off to ea because they definitely pulled it out of the bag when it comes to the online play so if you really like world war shooter ups and you're looking for one on wii i definitely recommend middle of honor heroes 2 the single player campaigns are absolute shite but the online makes up for it big time and it's really cool because you get messages from people like good game and see you next time and there's a nice community aspect of it because you can add who you like as a friend and you can communicate between people which is really cool there is no voice chat which i think is a blessing in disguise i don't want to be listening to people like oh you got headshot oh you're punk and and all the rest of it i would just have to play the game with the volume down so that's medal of honor and this just goes to show the effect that we has on me these games that i'm not usually into or i wouldn't be attracted to they're drawing me in because they're on Wii and of course I have to mention and you know damn well that I went and bought this game day of release Mario Kart Wii brilliant game easily one of the best Mario Kart games in the series whenever you're talking about a Mario Kart game you always have to think about the original the classic and the best which is Super Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo I think Mario Kart Wii pips it ever so slightly because of the online play the online play in mario kart Wii is fantastic i was gonna swear (laughs) i was gonna throw in a little f word before fantastic i'm sure you can guess which one but the online play in mario kart Wii is brilliant i haven't had a chance to really sit and play the online as much as as i would like mainly because whenever i play I find that usually I'll be racing with 12 people and that will end up dwindling down to two and I also get sick of my character and I want to change my vehicle and you can't change, you you can change characters and vehicles but you have to drop out of your race or not continue on with a race and then pick your character again and then you end up playing against a completely different set of people which can be a pain if you're racing against a bunch of people you've been racing with for however many minutes or hours as the case may be because you want to keep racing them and you get that competitive kind of streak going so that's usually what causes me to kind of switch off 
but the online play in Mario Kart Wii is fantastic and Nintendo definitely did a brilliant job with the online setup. It really is tight. I think the only thing that's missing is the op I'm still hating these friend codes. It would be so much better if there was a more centralised system like Xbox Live or what EA showcased in Medal of Honor Heroes 2. But I'm going to save all my opinions on Mario Kart for the time being. But what I will say is if you own a Wii and you have online access by the game it is fantastic the single player is actually really robust and it's tight but the online play is definitely where it's at I've barely played the one player mode there's several cups I've yet to complete but the online play is just stellar so if you own a Wii and you've got access to the internet buy it and how could I not mention this to you my Wii messed up on me I was going to swear again then. I'm not sure if many of you have, well, if you've been kind of checking out hardware issues with the Wii and keeping up with that kind of stuff, but there is an issue with the Wii which concerns Wii Connect 24. If you leave your Wii on standby, it can it fries the inside because the fan isn't running to keep it cool, so it kind of heats up and it can damage a, a card. I'm not sure what card it is inside the Wii. But when this particular card is affected, you get these black and green pixel lines running vertically down the screen. And I went to pop on Medal of Honor Heroes 2 one evening and I noticed these lines everywhere. And straight away when I saw it, I thought to myself, oh my God, is that Wii Connect 24 thing? So I hopped on my PC, Googled it as you do, loads of different sites coming up. Yep, yep, Wii Connect 24, this is a well-known problem. So I... Got on the blower to Nintendo and Hey Nintendo, I've got something to say. My weird damage, 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 damage. I thought that I should let you know that my weird is damaged, damaged, so damaged, so damaged. I blame we connect 24. So are you gonna fix it? Fix it, fix it. Are you gonna fix it? They hooked me up. They were like, yep, that's fine. Don't bother sending your proof of purchase because if you send the proof of purchase, then it's confirmation that it's gone past the one-year warranty because I bought my Wii day of release. So obviously it's gone over the the one-year warranty. But the woman was like, yep, just send it to us and we're really laid back at Nintendo. We'll put it through for free. And also because it wasn't something that I had done. It wasn't like I sat on the Wii or I kicked it. It's a manufacturing fault, clearly. So she was like, that should be fine. We'll fix it for free. And I was really scared because I had to wait until I got an SD card. I found out that my Wii was busted and that I had to send it off around at a period where there were several bank holidays, which meant that it took a while for Nintendo to send me the letters and the paperwork and the barcode that I needed to send my Wii off with but I managed to get my Wii back within a week. They were telling me generally the turnaround is two weeks. I, res- I sent my Wii off on a Monday. No, I sent my Wii off on a Friday. I received it by the following Thursday. And I was really glad because the following, because the next day Mario Kart Wii was due out. And I was crossing my fingers, please let my Wii turn up before Mario Kart. I can't have this game come out and I have no Wii. Otherwise, I might sit and cry. So 
that's my little drama. It was really weird because I've never had a console mess up on me like that. I'm sure every Xbox owner out there is used to their shit breaking down. But, you know, Nintendo products are robust. They don't break down and they don't mess up. But I was unfortunate to have one that did. But Nintendo came through. So um, it makes me love Nintendo even more. Even despite telling me that I won't be receiving Super Smash Bros. Brawl until, when is it, June 25th or something like that. But, you know, I, I love Nintendo. And they hooked me up with the Wii. So I'm happy. And I received it with all my data and everything on there. I bought an SD card just to back up all my saves, just in case. And when I received my Wii, all my data was intact and everything. My channels were wiped, so I had to put all those back. And I have, or I had a new Wii console code. I had a new Wii console code, there we go. But I'm, I'm not really too sure whether they replaced my Wii or they just, they actually fixed it i'm guessing that they replaced it if i've got a new wii code and I, I should have left a distinctive mark or a scratch on the wii so i knew for sure whether they'd replaced it but i was hoping that they would replace it because a it's just easier for them to do isn't it it's easier to just say give them a new wii rather than it is to send it to a workshop and have people fiddle around with a soldering iron fixing the insides i, I thought to myself i'd rather have a new wii and i think i have got one so that's all good so um that's probably the most drama that's happened to me <laughs> between December and, and now is that I had to send my Wii off. It was quite depressing. I did look down at the little space where it used to be with the Wii remote on the floor, but I didn't have to pay for it, which was brilliant. And it came well in time for Mario Kart and it means I will be good to go when, bleh, I'll be good to go when Super Smash Bros. Brawl rolls around. So, we're hey! Interlude. <laughs> I've been dilly-dallying, I've been using that little phrase a lot lately, dilly-dallying, but I've been dilly-dallying for a while over whether to get a Xbox, an, an Xbox or a Xbox. Oh, either way sounds good. Oh, <laughs> sorry, me of all people checking up my grammar. But I've been thinking over whether to get an Xbox 360 or a PlayStation 3 and I'm really, I'm not sure. There's a part of me that really does want well, I wouldn't say really does one, but there's a part of me now that is willing to look into the possibilities of getting an Xbox 360, more so than before, because the library of games for it at the moment is very stellar. And there's a part of me now that is also wanting a... Well, not wanting a PlayStation 3, but as with the Xbox 360, I'm willing to look into getting a PlayStation 3 at some point. But I just don't know which to go for. The one thing that I do know is that I don't feel the need to own both consoles. There isn't one console that offers a great deal much more than the other. I, th I think if you were to weigh it up, 
the PS3 would come out on top. I mean, the PS3 would probably come out on top mainly because of the Blu-ray capabilities and also because graphically developers are only scratching the surface. Already games on the PS3 are looking pretty amazing and I'm pretty sure we haven't seen anything yet. But there isn't really that killer app on either the PS3 or the Xbox 360 that makes me want to go out and spend 200 odd quid on these systems. Even as good as Metal Gear Solid 4 looks, it doesn't really have me thinking I've got to have a PS3 now so I can play it. This may change when the game release is imminent. Uh, One of my friends in particular is a huge Metal Gear fan and I know he's going to buy it. He's already got a PlayStation 3 but I know he's going to buy the game so maybe watching him play it or him tell me about the game it may spur me on to think yeah i really got to get this game it may entice me but currently i'm just not feeling that need to own a ps3 or an xbox 360 but i'm at least warming to them i'm feeling like maybe there's a space for another console now god knows when i'd find the time to play them i barely play my wii and I know people are going to make jokes like oh you ain't playing the Wii because there's no games for it it's not even about the games my my library of my library I say my collection of games for my Wii is pretty solid I've probably got more games for my Wii than I have my GameCube possibly my PlayStation 2 even because I find myself buying all these games for my Wii that I wouldn't normally and, and it makes a really eclectic collection of games that I can just dip into and play every now and then as I choose but I don't know, maybe it's me getting older, but I don't find myself playing games for as much time or as often as I used to. So it's bad enough that I barely play my Wii, but throw another console into the mix, I know I'll barely play it either. So it, in for me, it's just kind of weighing up and justifying which console should I get, because as I said at the start of this little ramble, um there isn't really much in it between the xbox 360 and the ps3 i know that blu-ray is really taking off as a format and a media now so many films are releasing on blu-ray i think near enough every single big film release comes out on blu-ray but i I mean i was never hot on dvds to be honest the the ps2 was really pushed out there as a dvd player that really didn't matter to me i just wanted the games and again it will be the same with the ps3 i couldn't give a damn if it could summon ufos or cure Britney Spears, that wouldn't mean shit to me because they're not things that I'm particularly interested in. It's just the games. So the Blu-ray is a nice bonus, but it's not a necessity for me. In the same way that if the Wii was had DVD playback, it would be nice, but it's not a necessity. It's not the reason why I would or would not buy the console. But like I said, I'm definitely warming to the idea of buying into one of these consoles it's just which one because as i said i can't really justify having them both when they are so similar and most of the games that come out for both most of the games that get released the big releases they release on both anyway i mean grand theft auto 4 is probably the best example of a really big ip that has released across both systems and there's no doubt in my mind that konami and kojima productions will pull mgs4 to the xbox 360 there's no doubt in my mind about that none at all you you just know by the end of the year by christmas microsoft are going to come out with this new xbox 360 bundle at a discounted price and it's going to come with mgs4 with mgs online already installed on the system you just you just know you just know and i guess it all boils down to the killer apps but again the killer apps on the xbox which are 
Halo and oh god what's the other one Gears of War and Bioshock they don't really appeal to me but the killer apps on PS3 do but none of them are enticing me MGS4 looks brilliant but it's not doing much for me right now and it's the same with final fantasy 12 not 12 final fantasy 13 and versus 13 and the possible future kingdom hearts game if it were to end up on playstation 3 they look they look good and they will look good i'm sure and they'll sell loads in japan but they're not really enticing me whereas the wii had so much going for it that made me say i need to have this day of release and the xbox 360 and ps3 just aren't selling themselves to me but it's something that I've been looking into over the past couple of months and I know by the end of the year I'll at least have one. So far I'm thinking more along the lines of a PlayStation 3 because of games that I've played and really liked such as Tekken 5. Tekken 5? No, Tekken 6, sorry, which I know is coming out on PS3 and I've played that in the arcade and I love that game. And even though I'm not as much of an FF fan as I once was, I know I would like to play Final Fantasy 13 and Versus 13 and I would like to play MGS4 even though they don't have me Jones in like previous instalments of the games did so um watch this space rest assured when I finally make that decision you'll hear about it in a podcast or a post on my blog so I would welcome your opinions um if you'd like to email them to me or send me voice clips or post them as comments on my blog whatever what do you what console do you think Jay should buy and I value your opinions, I really do. Because I've always asking all my friends which console should I buy. A couple of my friends are actually fortunate enough to have both. And all the all of my friends that have both have all said go for the PS3. But I'm still a bit because mm, 360 has quite a bit going for it. So that's that. I'll kind of leave it in your hands for now. I wanna console, wanna console, wanna console, wanna console. I don't know.
speaker But just your headset, I can't hear you anymore Oh, that's right, I heard you for the fifth time playing years of war Xbox Live is the future of online gaming, now get that right All the competition trying to compete on that in my sight That there's nothing I can do that the PlayStation 3 can do Other than the fact I'm cheaper and then I have more games too So if you see a PS3 on the shelf, just look the other way Cause Xbox 360 is better, so come on, come on with me When you play with me at home, I've been looking real nice After an hour of gaming, you will be up all night Put your hands up in your wallet So the random rambles of Jay come to an end. It really does feel weird having... Well, it feels weird recording this podcast because, as I said, it has been so long. Hopefully, September won't roll around and then I'll realise, oh, I haven't done a podcast for another five months. So um, if you genuinely want to know what's going on with my podcasts, you can always email me at randomjmail at gmail.com also confirm to yourself and have me confirm to you that that I haven't given up on this podcast it's just sometimes I'm not always able to put them out so frequently people that have been listening to these podcasts from day one are probably tired of me going on about this but I feel I should let you know where and when I can but until next time whenever the next time is I hope I'll have all of you still as listeners and have a couple of new ones tagging along for the ride and be safe enjoy yourself keep gaming keep listening and i will catch you soon bye